When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. In the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. little brunch edition of Purple <laughs> Daily here on this Sunday morning, presented by our friends at Surly Brewing Company. Good little chaser. If you get a little Bloody Mary on a Sunday That's, morning and a Surly Furious chaser. Right Old Dex tweets could use a mimosa or a Bloody Mary right now. A little hair of the dog. A little hair How about of the a dog flight? could help. A flight, a flight would be great. of them, mimosas. A little variety pack. John got a, that a last A flight week. of mimosas? Yeah, yeah. It, it was like four different ones with what, different flavors? Mm-hmm. I've seen well, those around. Yeah. Like, was, like, like uh, orange juice, grapefruit yep. juice. and Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, How uh, about was... one mimosa and a flight of chasers? Or one Bloody Mary and a flight right. of chasers? Can we do that? I could get down. The mimosa to me is an incredibly dangerous way to start. It is. Day. It's very dangerous. Like, I, like I, I feel it's two asking. Max. Two mimosas max. And the problem is the bottomless ones. Yes, I don't do bottomless. Those have been ones. explored not by year. me, but by a person I know very well. I'm not going to name, name her. A source um, close. A source but, close to your wife. <laughs> but let's just say, let's just say, said person had to take long nap after the <laughs> yeah. bottomless mimosa experience. Yep. Well, the show is presented by our, our favorite chaser, Surly Brewing Company, and also TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. With a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. So we were, um, we, we, we did an emergency Carlos Correa episode when the Twins made one of the most shocking signings in baseball history. And, uh, <laughs> and a lot of people, because the Daniil Hunter reports were trickling out around the same time, and a lot of people were, you know, hey, you guys going to do a little emergency Purple Daily episode? And we said, let's... We will at some point this weekend, but it feels like there's going to be more information, and so we don't want to do something. And so I don't know. Like we're we're sitting here on this Sunday morning, and there may still be more information to come out. But this is sort of weird. I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read you some of these reports, and we're trying to wrap our head around exactly what is happening with Daniil Hunter. I don't know that it's as straightforward as has been painted so far on social media. So first off. ESPN's Adam Schefter reported yesterday morning that barring an unforeseen change, the Vikings will keep Daniil Hunter and pay his $18 million roster bonus due on Sunday. The move will also lock the Vikings into the final two years of a seven-year, $72 million contract signed in 2018. We'll get back to that in just a second. All right. Uh, Then Ben Gessling came on Twitter from the Star Tribune and said a couple things to know about Daniil Hunter's $18 million roster bonus. While it becomes guaranteed this weekend, today, right, he still has to report to training camp in July 
on time to earn the bonus. So it's basically saying it's a guaranteed bonus if you report to training camp in four months from now. The first $6 million paid within 10 days of camp report date, the Vikings still have the right to convert it to a signing bonus at any time. Why is that important? Because if you pay the roster bonus $18 million, you don't get cap relief for 2022. And the Vikings right now, according to OverTheCap.com, are just $2.5 million under. And there's still some things they can do here and there, but this is, at its core, a decision. And then I saw Ben Lieber came out talking to an agent source saying that, and other people have said this too, that technically there would need to be language in the contract to convert it to a signing bonus. But why is this important? $18 million here holding the Vikings hostage, right? You can either pay it right now or at the start of training camp, and then have a much cleaner and open salary cap book beyond 2022, right? More of a blank canvas with Daniel Hunter and more cap space. Or you can convert it to a signing bonus if they indeed have the ability to do so, which I don't know why they wouldn't have done that before now while all these guards fly off the board. And you can allocate that $18 million evenly, four and a half, four and a half, four and a half, four and a half over the length of the, the remaining length of the contract. So if it was as easy as snapping your fingers and saying, let's just convert this to a signing bonus, why would you not have done that a week and a half ago to clear like 12 or $14 million in cap space for this year's team while you've already kicked the can down the road on these other contracts like Thielen, Harrison Smith, and Kirk Cousins? So I, to me, red flags are sort of popping up for me. It just doesn't seem as cut and dry as, well, that's it. All right. The Neil Hunter's coming back, and uh, you know, right. everything's cool here. What do you think? What do you make of it? Uh, Let's explore the space here because there is definitely a lot of things going on behind the scenes here that are going to impact this. And I am not reporting a thing, but I am going to recklessly speculate or, in this case, use common sense. Um, First of all, we know for a fact, Gessling reported, and I trust him completely, that there were conversations involving trading Hunter. Recent conversations um i am to assume that the vikings were were offered packages that they didn't feel were commiserate with the quality of play that that a guy who when healthy is one of the best in the league but yes has not been has played in only seven games the past two years so the vikings didn't like what they heard from teams when it came to potential trades so they didn't make that trade Mm -hmm. it's very clear number one that the daniel Hunter camp, and I don't understand this. Um, in not being happy with his contract last year, which by the way made sense. I, I think Phil, when we talked about this, I think they were like something between like eighteen and twenty-one in the entire league of pass rushing ends for a guy who is probably top five. Uh, the Bosa contract then changed that, and it's like, oh my god, if Bosa got all, all this and Daniel Hunter's eighteen through twenty-one, that makes no sense at all. Now remember, so the Vikings. Um, took care of the situation last June and got him to report to OTAs by Rob Brzezinski literally moved money around. They gave him nothing more and just said, we'll pay you more now and we'll pay you more um, a year from a year from now. If you don't have a new contract, which clearly the Vikings had no intention. So they've added no money. So like this guy's agent basically was told, all right, I'm supposed to give you five bucks, 
here's a here's a hey kid here's a crisp 20 enjoy it <laughs> oh man thanks i'll take that 20 yeah. and we'll get back to you so anyway this now le- leads us to a couple of questions is there any language in the trigger of the bonus that is due that would that would make what seems like the common sense move not as possible i don't know did did they put something in there that be, because we are we are led to believe that the standard contract in a case like this very simply says roster bonuses can be converted to signing bonuses to smooth out caps and unlike what ben tweeted we have been led to believe that the boilerplate language of that contract then flat out says the team can do this without the okay of said player. Mm-hmm. So unless there's something different here that Ben has been told specifically is in the Hunter contract, what he tweeted doesn't necessarily make sense. Um, the other thing is, I think what we are looking at now is a team picked up the bonus for now because they know that he he at the current rate is not going to report to camp but they're going to try to resolve it again before that. But keep but in guy, mind, you guys, played seven, he, he's I played know. seven games in two years. Like. I know, but keep in mind, too, though, like his camp literally last year rolled over and we're told, again, here's a Crips $20 bill. We owe you five. Yeah. We're giving you 20. And he said, great. Like this thing of them kicking the can down the road at, on the Vikings end. Here's where I'm very confused, though. And this goes back to, again, the big picture, okay? This is not about Daniil. This is not about Kirk. This is not about any one human being. What are the Vikings doing? Like, what is the plan here? I think all along, I stand by what I've said all along, that this is one of the murkiest roster and cap situations in the NFL going back a month ago, six weeks ago, when Quasi took over this job. Mm-hmm. The Kirk Cousins thing was murky and elephant in the room and what direction do you want to go here? The Daniil Hunter thing is murky. I mean, these are your two most important, highest-paid players. And both of them are sort of digging their heels in for different reasons on their contract status, right? And then there's all these other tentacles, right? So, okay, if they're going to dig their heels in, then we need to do due diligence on what a trade package could look like while also negotiating contract. Like, it's so murky. And all the other things you have to be doing. I think the next question we have to ask is, if they're going into this season in, in 2023 looking to win big, which... All indications are they are running it back as much as you possibly can. They're 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 clearing room for 2022, much in the way that they've done the last couple of years by restructuring and renegotiating contracts for veteran players, Harrison Smith, Adam Thielen, Kirk uh, Kirk Cousins, to try and you know find a sliver of cap space to add players to this team. So if that's their goal, and they've already shown that that's their goal then why would they not convert that $18 million roster bonus into a signing bonus, save 12 or $13 million? Is it because, and you have to answer this for me, if they convert it to a signing bonus, two things happen. Number one, Daniel Hunter gets a lump sum of money, but also might not, he also might not be fully willing to play on that contract still. So now you're giving $18 million up front to a guy that's still pissed about his contract, right? Sure, yes. And number two, you're shoving... 4.5 4.5 million, 4.5, 4.5. So this is, we're getting way in the weeds here, but $18 million con- converted to a signing bonus would then be divided evenly throughout the four years of the contract. So Correct. you'd be shoving like, you know, $14 million into the future, including two void years where he's not even on your team right now. So is this the line they're drawing? Like, okay, 
We've already shoved a bunch of void money and dead money into future years, but this is where we draw the line. So that's why it doesn't, something's not adding up here. So everything you're saying makes perfect sense. I get it. And yes, the Vikings, Quasi inherited a situation where it is murky. It has been, it has been the can kicked down the road countless times now. And, and I mean, this is where the cap is real and catches up right like like they're now like you you can't just continue to, to be like ah we'll we'll uh concern ourselves with that in 2025 but this comes back to my question though sometimes in life the the cosmos or god or whoever you believe in pushes you in a direction right like like they put the writing on the wall in front of you and you're like i'd really like to do this i'd really like to win right away it'd be great it'd be awesome to win but my quarterback is balking. My defensive end is balking. I got old guys. God bless them. They, they're loved here. Jerseys are owned, but they're old guys. How do you not look at this? And, and this is the Wilfs as well. So, again, I'm not just going to blame one person. That's not even fair. But how do you not look at this, Phil, and say this is the perfect time to deconstruct? Well, but, but that's, that ship has sailed. No, I know that, but I'm saying it makes no it, – it, this it makes no sense not to have said that. And you're allowing yourself – you're basically now, in my opinion, if you are the Vikings, you are day after day after day after day causing your own problems now. Well, but, but now that the deed is done, to me, like, keep going. Okay, all right. Don't, but they don't, don't – but don't sit on the fence now. Right, but they're not but, – but clearly there are different agendas, and this is where I get concerned. This is – this is, in short, how you work to become the Lions and Jets. Or, the, have a, or no, it's how you work to become the Vikings. Well, <laughs> and no, no, finish eight and eight every season. No, I think it could get worse because the complete dis. We haven't seen this type of disconnect in that building since this team was probably owned by ten people. Pre-red. Like right, like before the Wilfs, like right yeah. before the Wilfs. No, no, saying? no, pre-red. Okay. When, but, like but like mid nineties, yeah, yeah. But the point is, you now have a bunch of people coming in and trying to. Oh no, let's do do this now. I don't think that, that this team is going to fall into years of a uh, complete um, despair. But I'm very concerned about the pattern here now. So I think this is still salvageable in a couple different ways, right? And you're probably going to disagree with me on this. But I what I what I have done now is I listen. I have. Uh, I have meditated over the weekend. I have I have sat with my Vikings thoughts and feelings. I have drank, come to you terms. Dr- you drank a bunch. Just I have. <laughs> no, I did that for Phil. That, yeah. Declan had tequila last night. Yeah, a little too much tequila last night. <laughs> Declan. I blame oh. the girl. The, the girlfriend. I blame the gal. The gal made me do tequila shots with her last night. I blame her. Okay, that's no. <laughs> no, that's a non-starter, crazy. Yeah. No. I, I'm, gonna, I'm going down a path that J- Judd has resisted to this point because i think i think you're still in denial over what's happening here okay all right there's no turning back the vikings have done what they have done with kirk's contract with adam's contract and with and they did they what did they do they they restructured harrison they just moved his money around right they didn't like redo his contract so no but they kicked some more money into future years for for cap purposes what they did right so they've already they've already decided that Mike Zimmer was such a bad coach at the end, and the Vikings lost so many close games. Now, of course, they also lost to the Browns at home when Baker was terrible. 
They lost to the winless Lions. They lost to Cooper Rush. And it's not quite as easy as saying, look at all the close games they lost. I mean, they, they were just like, by every measurement, they were just sort of mid last year. But Mike Zimmer was such a bad coach that Kevin O'Connell is going to come in here with a very similar roster. Mm-hmm. And he's going to add like three or four wins, change the culture, get yep. them to perform better in clutch situations, offensively and defensively. And so if, that's, if that is what you are subscribing to, if you're the Vikings, then you need to do one of two things with Daniil Hunter. Move money into the future to open up immediate cap space, which, again, would have been nice before the nine best guards came off the board. Okay, just saying. Or trade Daniil Hunter, clear out cap space to sign Zadarius Smith, and then if you can collect a first or a second round pick for Daniil Hunter, awesome. That would be great. I mean, if you can get a first-round pick for Hunter at this point, I'm just, I'm probably just there. Like, I don't want to do this all summer. It's clear they couldn't, right? Like, that, that's right. my guess. That so, bought. get the cap space mm-hmm. and go sign J.C. Treader to be your starting center. He's one of the five best centers in the NFL. He was the number two pass-blocking center in the NFL last year. It would be a polar opposite experience for Kirk Cousins to have a real, actual professional standing in front of him, okay? So, Zadarius Smith... Maybe you get a, maybe you get an extra second round pick for this year. So you got two seconds and a first this year, yep. and you get J.C. Treader in here. and And now I'm just okay. Now right guard is open for competition. All right, maybe it's maybe it is Wyatt Davis. I don't know, but it helps to have a real dude at center. And then I'm using my first round pick on whichever of the three best cornerbacks falls to twelve, and then I'm using my first second round pick on the best edge rusher or so, like other pieces to help your defense. Mm-hmm. And if you hit on all of those things, I don't know that you're the Rams yet. I don't know that you're the Buccaneers yet. I don't even know that you're the Packers yet, depending on how they fill the hole left by Devontae Adams. But if they do those things, okay, all right. I can see the path. I can see where you're going with this thing. But based on how much money you kick down the road and based on how much draft capital you decided not to cash in on via trades this last month, then you're all in, and you should be judged at a Super Bowl level. So I'm still waiting to see what they do in the next two or three weeks. I am in no way, shape, or form resisting your thoughts here. Uh, at this point in time, I think that's the, if the correct term is pivot, that probably makes the most sense. Pivot. But in sports, in sports, in sports, in games, there's something called hope plays, right? Because you don't, you don't want to make hope plays. Like, at times, you have to, but you don't want to make them. If you don't, and you certainly don't want to have to make a bunch of them in a game. You just went through a list of hope moves that is so high that yes, you're right. If all those hope moves work, you're looking a lot of ifs. A lot of you're looking a lot. You're you're looking damn good. But I feel like as sports dad, I'm looking for my kids to explain what are you doing here. Like, what are you doing? Like, Johnny, you know what? Let's let's sit down and talk right now. Let's oh, have Johnny. the talk. Johnny, let's have crazy. Let's have the talk. At some What's point, the talk, by the Dad? way, your name your name's not Johnny. It's just John. Okay. It's time to time to grow up, kid. I've seen some grown men named Johnny. Um Quasi, <laughs> let's talk about what are we doing here? And I just I really, really fear right now that way this is working that there is just this weird, bizarre feeling among the Wilfs and some, hey, we're still good. We got Kirk, we're still good. And in that, um, I feel like behind the scenes, 
there's another path that they're go- going down where where Kwesi is trying to make moves that hold some cap space and and that can be seen as poten- potentially long-term productive. But I guess I don't understand why you would try to do all of this now when, Phil, to your point, it's just so very clear that the 2021 team had a lot of problems. And the problem, too, is so let, let's say, let's say, you know, things are decent, not great, decent in 22. The roster and fundamental people that you really tried to bring back are still aging. Like they're not going to get, it's not like they're, go, they're, they're going to go backwards and, and go Benjamin Button. They're, they're going to age out. Like they're already there. So like, how do you not, how do you not identify that and see that? But I'm with you on the thought process and I am not resisting things here. I will say this. I am flat out. I'm trying to get in their heads to figure out what the real plan is here. By the way, Derek, it scares me. Yeah, Derek Duncan asking, where where can you guys get these uh, badass score north hats here? We That's a nice hat. This is like a three year old. We used to have a bunch of these, but we're gonna we're working on some merch. We're working on Are some we? merch. Yeah. Oh, really? I love some more. I think people have said they would they would wear some purple daily hats. So we'll if you guys have recommendations, I would love to have a whole merch wing at some point. So if bring you guys have ideas, hit us up. Bring back the fleece, the quarter like zip. The fleece? The the quarters quarters some hoodies. Some hoodies. I have a hat. That's the only thing I, I have. I a thought palm the, hat. I love me a palm hat. The old school fleece was really, really good. I love that. We need some. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll send us some suggestions in the YouTube comment section. <laughs> Let us know. So I mean, <sighs> so anyway, that's where I that's where I land right now, and we'll it, see. It, yeah. If listen, if they don't, everything they've done so far sort of screams. There's more coming. But they don't currently have the cap space to do more, yes. so it's weird. But if they if they wind up doing very little beyond what they've done so far, it will be a disaster off season. And I, and, I, and when I say that, I mean not like they're going to win four games next year. No, no, no. They're going to be competitive. Like they're going to win seven right. or eight or maybe nine or ten or whatever. Right. But it'll be a missed opportunity to either go further all in or to take a step back and get a bunch of extra first, second, third round picks for some of your current veteran players that other teams would happily look to, uh, to acquire. Uh, real quick, one move that is sort of pending. He's on uh, three different market visits previously with the Vikings a few days ago, up next the Patriots and the Bears. This could be like a sneaky, he's 25 years old. This uh, guard, Ryan Bates from the Bills, he's a restricted free agent, and he started – the last five games for the Bills, including playoffs, that left guard last year and was rock solid. Mm-hmm. So he's got a few teams looking at him. We don't know what the price tag's going to be, but like if you can find a 25-year-old potential starting guard in this mix uh, that's better than what you've been putting out there, I'm interested. But that's not the type of needle-moving thing that's going to put you into contention. It has to be a J.C. Treader. It has to be a Zadarius Smith or something. Um, and right now I think most of the sports books actually have the Vikings – they are worse off in terms of Super Bowl odds now than they were three weeks ago, because <laughs> they, you know, because all these other teams are making additions and clearing cap space and signing offensive linemen and getting better. How are the Vikings better now than they were a few days ago? And that's the question yeah. I need to see answered in the next two or three weeks. And I, I, I feel like the Hunter move is potentially a very smart move for the future. Like I think that there is, I, there is definitely something at work here. Um, and I, I don't know if because he's been hurt for two years, they don't want to rip up his contract, which, you know what, 
might be the case. So I feel like the Hunter move actually in a vacuum makes sense. My problem is with the other moves, I don't get it at all. So, and, and that's where I'm saying, I think that there might be two different, like completely different plans being worked here, but why would you do that? Like that's going to drag your franchise down. So that's where I'm, it's, it's confusing because I think people think that we are just continually ripping them for each move. Well, you are, but that's, fine. but, it, but it's, but it's a, <laughs> it's a puzzle, right? It it's is, a puzzle yeah. that, yeah. that has to work. So like if, if Daniil was being spurned in the puzzle of, hey, we just not now, we're not going to, it's not the time. I'd be like, okay, that's not ideal, but I totally get it. Um, because each move in and of itself, we, we can actually discuss and almost debate the move itself. But then when you put the entire roster together with, of course, probably the most important thing, the, the cap, right? That's where it gets ultimately completely confusing on direction. So I don't want people to think that we're like taking apart each move and saying, well, that's just stupid. It's more that it doesn't make sense when when you try and put, put the whole thing together and say, okay, how does this work for the 2022 roster and beyond? Is there any circumstance in which you guys would just give Daniil Hunter a big contract right now? No. Yes. I'm I'm, I'm with Dax. No. I like, like rat it out. I know anything. he's so good, but like, I, how can you do that? How can you? You can't. And if that's um, the if, and I get where he's coming from. He's looking at this saying, "Man, before the injuries, I was like right. one of the greatest pass rushers of all time." And I, I mean, I got to get my money. I got I got to get money before right before my career erodes away. So I understand it, but I, <laughs> I just don't know how you can, in good faith, if you're the Vikings, say, "All right, dude, here's fifty million dollars guaranteed over the next." you know, three seasons or whatever. Explain this though. Last June, I believe it was. How do you allow your agent to come to you and say, I didn't get you a dollar more, but they're going to give you more. Like you've got to say, okay, no, no, dude, this has to be solved now. And there's a lot, I see a lot of people in the comments saying, just keep Hunter or they're going to keep Hunter guys. It's not entirely up to the Vikings. Daniel Hunter held out all last off season yeah, there's there's some buzz that he's planning on doing the same thing because he doesn't have to go to any of these off season workouts until he training get, camp, right? Won't get paid. Uh, the the three the three day mini camp. So he he gets, I believe that he forfeits bonus money for workouts if he does not go to the optional stuff. Let's the only the workout. only thing that he has to go to is the three day camp in June. So he has like a hundred thousand dollar workout he, bonus. Yeah, I think he lost five hundred thousand bucks or uh, or approximately that in workout bonuses for that, OTAs last year. That's nothing for him. That dude has rolls of toilet paper that yeah. have more than a hundred thousand yes. dollars. I'm sure. Yeah, but sure. but he yeah. can be fined substantially each day of the three day camp in June. So if he doesn't mm-hmm. show, and and that's when he that's when he basically or not basically he agreed to show up last year, yeah. and they gave him that lump sum right before that because Rob outsmarted them. But the fact is, you got to solve this, or or he's gone. The problem now is, I think they called teams, and teams were like, "Well, he's played seven games the past two years. We'll give you, I don't know, just guessing, a third round pick or something." Yeah. And they said no. All right, before we uh, before we go about our brunchy Sunday here, what uh, what is your chaser of choice today, Judd? Tell the audience. Oh boy, that's a difficult decision. Let's see here. Um, let's see if I have my bear. Oh, I know what it is—a surly furious IPA, the best in in town. I mean. Look, all of the products from from my friends at Surly Brewing are absolutely outstanding. But the Furious, if I got to have that little chaser, if if I but, but here's the thing too, Phil. 
chasers, not for Judd. Sports Dad don't do that. Oh, wow. Sports Dad does the full glass. Bloodies, overrated. Oh, so you do a bloody and a pint or just No, just I don't do pint. the bloodies. Overrated. Oh, overrated. Jeez. I just do the pint. That's what I do because the pint is delicious. And I think I might be watching some uh, sports action today with a Surly Furious nearby. Nice. All right. Well, that's a wrap on this uh, brunch edition of Purple Daily here on Sunday. Don't always take everything at face value. We're not trying to stir the pot. We're just saying this This is not as cut and dry. And, and by the way, if if they just like eat the if they eat the roster bonus this year and don't clear cap, it makes even less sense. You know so I don't know. We'll see. A PD brunch edition with us mm-hmm. all at, at brunch. I'm headed to brunch right now, so no, I'm but I mean, to the party rolling here. No, I'm saying like in like like in a month or something. Sure, that, okay. that we all okay. go to to a brunch. I'll put Dawn on. I'll put Stella on at, at the oh, dog wow. fr- friendly brunch place. It'll okay. be great. Nice. Okay. I'll right. bring Vinny. Let's, we'll make it happen. Oh, I love Vinny. Vinny is great. We're in the dog, dog market dog, right now too. I'm telling you. Oh, you're oh, oh you're in the dog market. It's probably hold on. Speculation. I love Barry in the lead. Yeah, seriously. It's probably going to happen. Yeah. What happened, cat guy? Uh, still cat guy. We might, maybe we do one of each, but we haven't had a dog since we've been together. So oh, we're going to, wow. We're going to maybe make it happen. Just make sure you go small dog. Okay. Don't go big dog. We're going to, well, our, our land. So we, we, we're renting a place here and the landlord said, as long as it's not a big dog. So we're yeah, don't, gonna, do, don't go big dog. Not big fair. Dog. We're looking at, dogs. we're looking at Boston Terriers right now. So Ooh, okay. we'll see what happens. Good little pup. I like mm-hmm. that. All right, boys. All right, this gentlemen. Is, uh, that's right. Bye, dog, dog shopping daily here. I love dogs. <laughs> Presented everybody by like, Purple Daily. You don't love dogs. You don't belong in a good girl. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow or tonight if something crazy happens. <laughs>